Good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRN Weekly for Saturday, July 16th, 2022. It was another great week of shows with great guests and great topics. We kicked off the week with a look at how artificial intelligence can help with new archaeological discoveries. Let's take a look. Well, that's a very interesting question. And this is something that we don't normally think about because it has been a cultural thing. But it has been hypothesized by a Harvard professor that this happened around 2 million years ago. So when hominids start leaving the, the trees, they start walking, exploring the surroundings. So it has been hypothesized about 2 million years ago. Now the question is, how can we prove or disprove this theory? Because this theory, it's called cooking hypothesis. So men start to get other types of food and be able to cook the food and that changed the biochemistry. So, you know, the skulls got bigger, the structure got bigger, you got more energetic reserves. So you could actually move to longer distances and not be attached to the food. So that biochemical change of eating food promoted, you know, a, a higher or bigger brain development and other capabilities that go with it. Some people even say that fire made us humans. I mean, that's a very strong statement, but they've been doing some experiments with, I mean, it's a bit different because now we are a different species, but still from the same lineage. Uh, and they've tried to, people tried to eat raw uh, food and they couldn't survive. So it has, at a certain point, it, it, cooking and the food has been essential and probably a million years, but probably two million, three million, we don't know. And the, the, what does not allow us to prove or disprove is whether we have the methodologies to do that. Because they're very, very old. Uh, we've made a rough yeah. calculations. Uh, we've made a rough calculations how many generations is needed on an average of a 25, 25 years old. Um, and it took about 35,000 generations to get from a million years up to here. So it's kind wow. of impressive. So, I mean, there has been like this hype about using artificial intelligence for making a lot of debate also about using AI for superhuman tasks, and especially dealing with a lot of data. And that has been the main focus, and probably that's what most of our viewers will hurt, I mean, that they relate to the AI, is the self-driving cars, the debate behind it, and going to the medical, are they better than the, the doctors uh, with prognosis? So medical and both medical and self-driving cars have been catching the attention of the people regarding the use of AI. So a few years back, we thought to ourselves, what if we introduce this AI into archaeology? Because when you look at the archaeology, I mean, we have millions and millions of artifacts that we can use. So we thought to ourselves, very why, what if we would implement this sort of algorithms with their adjustments to archaeology? So that was our starting point because people haven't done that. Um, and that was a kind of a challenging, and that's also fantastic at the Weizmann that we are at the scientific freedom to do uh, this sort of uh, research. Well, I mean, fire was just a small, narrow uh, 
area of, of the AI. And this, we can do it uh, nowadays with our algorithms. We can do it on a normal laptop. We do have other projects with uh, millions of data sets which come from pictures. And those that we need supercomputers. Next up, we discussed allowing participants to choose their own retirement plan investments. Let's take a look. Well, everybody's worried about retirement, especially the baby, baby boomers. And uh, as this inflation has taken hold of, of uh, our retirement uh, investments across the country, a lot of people are very concerned. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, we give the people the opportunity across the country who want to invest their retirement money into something that they believe in. Uh, the problem is the Biden administration, you know, they took action uh, trying to bar, you know, 401k investors from investing in certain type of assets uh, not too long ago. And uh, this administration is uh, attacking, you know, the, the will and the fortitude of people doing what they want to do as an individual and putting government first. And that's not what this country is about. So, uh, you know, the Department of Labor basically targeted cryptocurrency. and But this bill is much more than just cryptocurrency. Okay, uh, a lot of people are looking at it and saying, well, Coach wants uh, cryptocurrency uh, to be involved in 401ks. I do. Uh, I, I really do. I think that's the, uh, the freedom that the people that have the money, that have worked very hard all over the years to, to make their own decisions. But it's not just about cryptocurrency. It's about the ability to go out and say, listen, I believe that putting this money here, uh, whether it's a stock or a retirement fund, uh, gives them uh, the whereabouts to think that, hey, they're doing the right thing. Now, uh, this could be about a stock that uh, manufactures guns. This could be a stock that manufactures and is involved in fossil fuels. So it's not just cryptocurrency. So Financial Freedom Act is basically says, listen, the citizens of this country, have the right to invest their hard-earned money that they've worked all their life uh, to get involved in whatever they want to. Uh, government does not know better than any of us. I mean, it's it's uh, when you're when you're investing, it's not 100% anyway. But uh, for some reason, the Biden, Biden administration wants to say, "Hey, we know better than you. Uh, you know, we're we're going we're not going to allow you to invest in these certain stocks," and that is wrong. Uh, yeah. This is uh, this is this country is about freedom and about to, about freedom of choice. So uh, hopefully we can get something done with it with this bill. I've had uh, both sides of the aisle talk about you know my bill. Uh, I've talked to people on the health committee, education committee. I've talked to people on the uh, uh, that that deal with the cryptocurrency, the ag committee, and I think there's bipartisan support because everybody understands. Uh, that you know, if you've earned your money over a lifetime of hard work and effort, you have the right to spend and invest your money the way you want to. And the government shouldn't have any say so. So yeah, I think there's going to be bipartisan support for this. We've worked on getting it on a couple of other bills. You know, we have a retirement bill that's going through the health committee as we speak. Uh, now it did not make a markup, uh, but I did talk to uh, Senator uh, Patty Murray, who's the chair of that committee, and they they said they'll work with me on this bill. So we'll see what happens here in the future uh, with it. But uh, it's it's really to me, it's a, it's a no brainer. It just basically tells the government, whether you're a Republican 
uh, administration or a democratic administration, uh, you'd have no right to uh, start focusing on people's retirement funds and telling them how to invest it. Well, we're halfway through and we come back, we'll take a look at the other half of our best segments for the week. You're gonna to wanna to stay tuned right here on BRN Weekly. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We wanna make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses, I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Are you stuck with a low credit score? A credit report and score that's causing you to be denied credit or pay higher interest rates than others for the same things? Then do what Terrence did and called Credit Repair for your free credit evaluation to help restore your credit. I started thinking about buying a new house and my score wasn't where I needed it to be. I called and spoke with one of the representatives and we just had a good conversation and I, I liked what he was saying. Just one call for his free credit evaluation was all it took to start back on the track to repairing his credit. I'm seeing the deletions and I'm getting the report so I know something's being done. It does make a difference to me. All it takes is one call to get started. Credit repair has given me a second chance to have a better credit score. Don't let a low credit score hold you back another day. Do what Terrence did and make the call for your free credit evaluation. Call 800-819-4152. That's 800-819-4152. Again, 800-819-4152. Welcome back. Next up, we discussed, can you still make friends? as an adult. Let's take a look. I think that it is possible. It's not probably as easy because, you know, when we're children, we go and meet people, we don't care. And I hate to say it, I think we're a little bit more judgmental as we get older, but it is still possible. It is very important. I don't know if you are familiar, but I also teach psychology part-time. I used to be a full-time um, psychology associate professor. And one of the class, in one of the classes, when we talk about development, as we mature, 
our relationships are more important for us because, you know, if we have children, our children are grown doing their own thing, but we still need to have individuals that we can talk to and share time with. And that helps our emotional well-being, our mental health, and so shockingly, our physical health as well, because when we are emotionally well, then we tr tend to treat our bodies better also. So it is very important as we mature that we have friendships. We don't have to have, you know, 5,800, I'm exaggerating, you know what I mean? But if we just have a small circle of friends that we trust, it's very good for us. We're talking about intimate relationships where you actually have communication in person, you have communication over the phone. It's not just something where you're typing in where everybody else is reading, but somebody that you can talk to and share how you feel, or if you're scared, like you talked about, you know, we're getting over this pandemic, are you afraid? You know, who can you share that information with? People you can go out with that share similar interests. If you like golfing, if you want to start a book club, somebody that you can actually have a true intimate connection with. Well, because we have learned that sometimes we cannot be as open. That's one thing. We have developed our own morals and somebody may not agree with our morals. So we have to find people that are compatible to us. And I think as we mature, we're afraid. What is the word that I'm looking for? There's a word that I'm looking for. Self-disclosure. <laughs> We're afraid to have that self-disclosure because we don't know if that person is going to agree with us. And so I think that that is also a fear. But I want to share something with you. Other people have that same fear. A lot of things that we're concerned about, the other person is also concerned about. So if we just say it and we share wow, you'll find out, oh my gosh, you know what? I'm not alone in this. And I think that that is important that we're able to open up. Also to open up if that person doesn't agree with you, then you know what? You're not wasting your time. I hate to term it like that, but you're not, you know, spending time with someone trying to develop a relationship where you really don't have anything in common with them. So it is important to kind of get over that fear, self-disclose, share what it is that you feel is important and find out if that person feels the same way. I just have one sentence to say to you, we are not clones. <laughs> So it's like, do not expect everybody to agree with you 100%. I didn't know that you were a musician. You know, I'm having a conference. You might have to be our entertainment. Well, I'm always available to travel. We just have to clear everything with my wife and two cats. Oh, okay. I, oh my gosh. But I want to repeat that. A lot of times that is something, you know, we're not clones just because we don't agree. Uh, to be honest with you, my best friend is opposite. Everybody cannot understand why we're best friends because we're pretty much opposite. But there are things that we have in common. And I think it makes it more interesting because we do have a mutual respect for each other. And so that is more important than actually having everything in common. And finally, are you buying a used car? Well, we discussed mobile car inspections and maintenance. Let's take a look. People are keeping their cars longer. It's very difficult. We're seeing some uh, dealerships with only 36 hours worth of inventory. So prices are going up. And so it's really important to know what you're buying and that, you know, at least understand if you buy it, then maybe what those maintenance and servicing costs will look like. Every state obviously has lemon laws and you can look those up and there are some protections when you're buying used cars. But you know, behind a house, a car is about the second most expensive asset, even if it's depreciating, an asset that you're gonna purchase. And so knowing that, you know, of course you can bring 
I always think about it as like bring your own senses to when you're looking at a car, like what does it look like? Do you see dents? And what is the smell? If there's a musty odor, maybe that's a filter problem. If you're looking under the hood and you're um, you know, looking at the, the engine, there might be an oil leak. If you're, you know, if you really want to crawl under, you can look at things. So you're right, like people when they go and look at used cars can certainly do some of it, but we we really think that you know not just our service but for customers wanting a data driven approach about what to, what is that car really you know looking like and what's the the um, you know um, what what is the potential maintenance costs down the road you know it's very different if it's a Honda Civic and we tell you you might need tires in a couple months that's a five hundred dollar investment if you're buying a high end Audi that could be a twelve hundred dollar investment. So just having that data so you can make a, a better decision is what we're hoping to bring to the market. So you're, you're exactly right. Green, great, yellow is kind of our watch. Um, and we can give you that what we think. It's, you know, you have six months left on your brake pads or the tires. Um, and, uh, and then red, we, we can even tell you what we think it would cost that you should be you know, taking action on, on, these, on the, anything that's red. And that also helps you to be able to evaluate because maybe the used car dealership is going to also give you, you know, well, I'll cover that or um, you can fix that later. And so you could compare the pricing as well. We really believe in transparent pricing so that we can build a relationship with the customer and the car long term. And, and the peace of mind to know that you're making the best decision and negotiating the fairest price for your for your automobile. Well, certainly great segments and great contributors. I want to thank all of our great guests this week. And that wraps up this episode of BRN Weekly. Have a topic of interest, somebody you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest security news and lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives or check out our latest content? We'll visit our website and our streaming partners. We're back again tomorrow for another edition of BRN Sunday. I'll be joined by some special guests as well as members of the media, academia, and financial services as we analyze all the news and events for the week. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device. Are you being audited and do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Is the IRS threatening to take more of your money? Don't fight the IRS alone. The Tax Doctor is here to help you negotiate your tax bill and reduce your stress. The IRS can freeze your assets and seize your bank accounts, but you can stop these IRS actions. 
The tax doctor will work with you using our years of experience to represent your case to help you get the best resolution under the IRS guidelines. Help is here to deal with the IRS to reduce your stress. We've handled thousands of cases, so we know what we're doing. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, do not call the IRS alone. Call a tax doctor now for a tax emergency analysis. Call 800-224-6439.